Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Shopper Girl Radio. Today we are talking about making food a spiritual ritual with Chef Amber Cottle. You're going to love her, especially in summer. I feel like mindful eating and releasing our food issues is so important. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about mindful grocery shopping and restaurant ordering and food prepping and all of those things. And we are also going to be really just diving into how to look feel vibrate at our highest capacity. We're moving into Leo season, you guys. So as a Leo rising, I'm really ready to thrive, wanting to look and feel my best. Leo is all about that look at me energy. So hence why I have a podcast and Instagram because I'm a Leo rising and I like all the attention. So I know it can be like really triggering right now too, with all the like hot girl, summer bikini clad Instagram photos everywhere. So that can put us into comparison that can put us into like food issues and like a whole tizzy around that. So I just want to remind you that it's, I want you to have like a high frequency girl summer. Like that is the intention. So here are some tips to stay in a high frequency this Leo season. So wear bright colors and eat the rainbow. So we'll talk a little bit today about how we can like eat intentionally for different energies that we want to feel, but also like the colors that we eat represent the different chakras. So if you're wanting to work on your root chakra, eat some red foods. If you're wanting to work on that solar plexus, have some citrus. So just being really intentional about our vibration and our foods and my next tip is to really just embody your inner goddess. And if that means you need to write down, like, what does your inner goddess look like? What does she act like? How does she carry herself? What kind of clothes does she wear? Maybe she's actually doing her makeup rather than just like throwing up a messy bun and throwing on a pair of sunglasses and walking out of the house and Lululemons every day. Like what are the little tiny things that you can do to get yourself into that goddess frequency? And another thing you really want to do during Leo season is being proactive with your shadow work, but making it fun. So it's not necessarily a time to be going super inward and, you know, doing all of that super deep, icky, gross shadow work, but you can do things like tapping, you can do invocations and things like that, and really get any of those kind of like dark, yucky energies out of the way so that you can embody that more light radiant Leo energy. And then of course we want to get in the sun to recharge our solar plexus because when we are out socializing, living our, you know, Leo life, we need to recuperate that energy, recharge that energy. So I literally love to just visualize that I have this extension cord that goes out from my solar plexus and plugs into the sun. And I just picture these like sun rays coming in through my solar plexus and just filling up my entire body with that radiance and that vibrancy. And I swear it works, you guys. And obviously bonus points if you're actually outside in the sun doing that little meditation. And then another thing to be mindful of right now is being the observer 
and not having to over speak. So I know for myself, when I'm in this Leo look at me energy, sometimes I'm just talking for the sake of talking, but sometimes being that like mysterious, quiet observer makes you more magnetic and makes people, you know, want to talk to you. And so just be really mindful of when and why you're using your voice, obviously be intentional, share your opinion, but sometimes like just being that quiet observer is so much more powerful. So we're actually creating a new throat chakra ritual. That's going to help you with that. We have our nine minute bad bitch tapping ritual on the app. And if you don't have the app yet, you guys, it's called rituals by chakra girl. You can get it on the app store. You can get it on Google play. You can even just use it on your computer or on your mobile device in your browser. And we have different rituals for everything. We have goddess rituals. We have queen energy activation rituals. We have invocations, tapping. We have so many things for you guys and you can get a free seven day trial. So go to the app store or Google play, or you can go to shockergirlco.com and get your free seven day trial. And you can do little rituals, meditations with us every single day. So we have a full lineup this week on the app for Leo energy rituals. So like I said, we have our 5D goddess ritual. We have our queen energy ritual. We have our bad bitch tapping. We have different invocations. We have our pre-party ritual so that you can own the room in every social situation. So go get on the app ritual with us. It's only $7 and 99 cents a month. Like if that is what it's going to take to get you consistent with your rituals, to keep you in a high vibration all the time, high, of course, you're going to want to do that. And you can also get 20% off that annual membership with coupon code chakra girls. So let's ritual you guys. We'll see you on the app and let's get ready to start eating in a more high vibrational alignment with chef Amber Cottle. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected. One activated chakra at a time. We have such a lovely guest today, Chef Amber Cottle. She is a spiritually led chef, host, and author who believes that food nourishes us from the inside out. She is also the CEO and co-founder of Source Collab, a hospitality group made of her restaurants, Source Cafe, Hermosa Beach, and the newly launched 924 Kitchen and Manhattan Beach. Chef Amber loves to find the simple and natural yet delicious and nutritious alternatives to our old favorites that anyone can enjoy. She hosts Holicious, which is available to stream on YouTube. And it's a conscious cooking show where she shares her expertise in the field of holistic, wholesome food and cooking with segments on journaling, meditation, and more. You guys, the marriage of my two favorite freaking things, spirituality and food. Like this is, this is going to be my favorite episode already. Welcome, Amber. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And and I love it. I mean, my, my, my three favorite things, Amber's, you know, I love yes. an amber <laughs> food and spirituality. Love it. <laughs> amber, do you know your sun, moon, and rising? Yes. So I'm a Gemini. So this season right now, I'm like so fired up. This this uh, new moon in Gemini, I feel so electric and connected and really creative. So my sun is in Gemini. My rising is in Gemini. So I'm a double Gemini. And then my uh, moon is in Libra. So I'm all air. 
I move really quickly. I am all air all the time. So, so this is why I love your vibe right away. I'm curious. <laughs> so I just okay. love a Gemini and yes. I love a Leo. My favorite. Yay. I love an Aquarius. Yeah, I know all the air. I know we're so fun. So fun. <laughs> I'm a huge space cadet, but you know. It, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect if we make plans that I'm actually going to show up. That's yep. the only there's that, there's that Aquarian. Yeah. <laughs> What's a daily ritual that you almost never skip? Okay. Daily ritual for me, my morning routine, which includes my meditation practice. So I practice transcendental meditation mm -hmm. and that is something I've been practicing for about four years. And I've practiced all different modalities, different types of meditation, but this one really stuck. And that is a non-negotiable and it's practiced twice a day. So I do it in the morning and in the afternoon, but my morning routine is a ritual that it's like literally a, I would have to be half like bedridden dead to like miss my morning ritual of journeying and gratitude lists and affirmations and visualization and meditation. And I don't care how early I have to get up. Like it's very important to me. It has so. to happen. So with the TM meditation, what, like I don't, I've actually never practiced it. Yeah. Is it like from what I understand, it's like mantra based. It is. And so are you choosing a different mantra for no, your no. Okay. No. So you basically have, it's, it's actually a paid meditation, which I stuck my nose up at first, but actually the money goes to help like people that can't afford meditation or mm. to like schools and stuff. So it's like the cause is great, but you go and you work with a guru for four days and they give you a mantra and that mantra is not something like I am strong or I am beautiful. It's something that you you don't have any idea what it means. It's um, because they don't want you to associate. So it's like, right. if I'm sitting there the whole time saying, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, right? Then your 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 mind's making up something around yeah. that. The mantra I say is completely these gibberish words and you're not supposed to ever say them out loud to anyone else. And you say it quietly and you repeat it for 20 minutes and you're supposed to be able to do it on the airplane at Six Flags anywhere. And uh, you do it twice a day uh, for 22 minutes. And at first when I was like, oh my God, 20 minutes, it's too long twice a day. Uh, and now, oh my gosh, it's addicting. I definitely drank the Kool-Aid, but for me, it, it really helps increase my intuition, helps me with stress management, sleep. Um, I I'm extremely grounded. If I miss that, uh, that afternoon meditation, I am very cranky and upside down. It's, um, my staff knows, cause I have three restaurants. They know if I'm in the car, cause I'm usually in my car for my meditation in the afternoon or on the side of the street, like, don't bother me when I'm meditating, like when yes. I'm in my car. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. Good for you. Like that's, yeah. that is dedication. So is the mantra in Sanskrit? It is. Okay. And I still don't know what it means. Okay. I would be yeah. like, I'm naughty and I would Google it right away. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know if my, yeah, I'm sure mine is, but I never, they, they encourage you not to, to do that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite crystal of the moment? Oh, my favorite crystal. These are good. This is a good question. <laughs> I would say I just got, well, rose quartz is always by my bed. Rose quartz and amethyst is always by my bed. I just got a smoky quartz. Ooh, I got a smoky quartz ring. It's so great for grounding. Um, really great for solar plexus. I needed it during this last Mercury in retrograde and this last blood moon. I was shaken, shaken up and it really rocked my world. And so I went into my lady, one of my healers, and she's like, you need a smoky quartz. And it's mm -hmm. been it's been amazing. I wear, I don't have it on right now, but I wear it all the time. Like it's always on me. Yeah. It's good for, a, for an air sign too. Cause it has that really like grounding energy. Yes. yes. Okay. Are you wearing an aura ring? 
I am. Okay, I do like it. I do like it. I have the third generation one. I wanted it to really help track my sleep and my yeah. heart rate and my HRV levels because I have a past history of over-exercising and adrenal fatigue. And so I really, I always, when I coach my clients, because obviously I coach people on how to nourish our bodies with healthy food, but then people will come in, especially my women, they'll say, Hey, I'm having a hard time losing weight. I don't feel good. It's like, well, how's your stress and how's your sleep? Because we can eat perfectly, whatever that means and exercise and drink water, but like, what's your stress level? And like, how's your sleep? So this aura ring has really helped me with really looking at my REM and my deep sleep. I really like it. And I believe they're about to release a way to track like heart rate while exercising. So that will be nice because it's really, so that's why I got it. Yeah. I like the it. conspiracy theorist Aquarius in me is like, I don't want them stealing my data. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. That's I have right. the first one. It's good. It gives you good information. And I'm all about like, I would wear, I used to wear one of the uh, sugar, the blood sugar things. What are those things called? They were famous. The levels they are called levels. Oh yeah. Two months. I mean, I would have all that stuff on me at all times. Cause I love like the data. Yeah. And human, I don't know if you know human design, but then human design I one three. So I'm just like, I'm always, I'm like the investigator. So oh, okay. like, I will always have all those things on. Um, yeah. What is your like main human design type? So I'm a one, three, I'm a risk taker and I'm the biggest mistake maker in the human design. So like, okay. um, but are you like a generator? Oh, or yes. Yeah. So I'm a manifesting generator. Manifesting generator. Yeah, okay. man-gen. And so man gens can always have eight plates spinning in yes. the air. And if, yeah. you know, if my best friends that are like projectors or manifestors that need more rest, I mean, that's, that would be out of their design. So it makes a lot of people like really uncomfortable. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Love it. So I want to know about your kind of like spiritual journey or spiritual awakening. And when you decided to combine that with your love of food to make that your soul's mission. Perfect. So I've been a chef for over 25 years and I have the, I will just give you a little backstory. My classic upbringing was I worked in an Italian kitchen apprentice. I was like 20 years old to 23 ish. And it was an all male kitchen. And I worked 80 hours a week and got screamed at made $5 an hour. It was just like the movies. Right. And I literally cried every day and I thought I was going to quit. It was so hard. And then I got asked to move to Hermosa beach, California, 21 years ago to open up a Mediterranean restaurant where I was an executive chef for 10 years. And it was my passion and my baby. And I literally worked 70, 80 hours a week. And I blew out my drinkles, adrenals. I had my relationship with food was horrible. I was binging and restricting. I have a long, we could do a whole episode on my relationship with food. I have like three decades of, of um, disordered eating and binging and restricting and sugar addiction. And then while I was a chef too, I was like working out four hours a day. I was, I was coined a um, exercise bulimic. So I had zero, zero, zero balance. I was drinking too much alcohol, eating too much sugar, all the things. And finally about uh, 11 years ago. So my first restaurant, the source cafe in Hermosa beach, it's going to have its 10 year anniversary birthday this December. So about a year before I opened up source, my, my health took a crash at Meditronio and it was a wake up call. And what I did is I went to this spiritual retreat in the desert called We Care. And it was my first, this was about 11 and a half years ago, 12 years ago. And it was my first really like fasting experience. And of course I went to lose weight to be skinny. I didn't go for the spiritual aspect um, because everything was always around, like, how can I lose those last 20 pounds? So I got there and I was like, 
God, universe, whatever your word is for it. I use God slapped me on my butt, right? I was completely cracked open. I started, I was introduced to the powerful world of breath work and pranayama and remember crying and crying and crying and bought this man's book. David Elliott was the first man that got me, helped me on my spiritual journey. And I, the first chapter says something like list all the ways that you love yourself. And I could only literally name three things. So that was like, I was like, something's not right. And so I, in, when I was at the spiritual tree, really diving deep saying, I really want to have a healthy relationship with food. I really want to have a healthy relationship with my body. I kept like hearing, Hey, it's time to heal yourself with food. You've been abusing food. I kept hearing this loud voice and I'm just getting the chills. And so long story short, cause I went through a hip surgery and the doctors were like, Oh, you need to get another one. And I was like, you know what? I was sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. I was desperate to feel better in my body. I was inflamed, overweight and pain extremely depressed, bloated, fatigued. I mean, I had adrenal fatigue. And so it was, I finally just started praying and saying, Hey God, show me the next thing. And so what happened was I started experiment with turmeric before turmeric was hot and turmeric tonic was basically the drink that opened up source cafe. And so I knew that there was, there was a way for me to take my talents as a chef and my passion for the love of food and start to honor food and honor my body and the healing properties of food. And so I opened up Source Cafe 10 years ago, and that was like my first kind of um, start as blending spirituality and faith and the love of my body and knowing that universe has got my back with the fusion of food. And at that time, I started seeing acupuncturists and functional doctors and naturopaths and I started to really take control of my health and putting um, integrity into the way I cooked and also what the quality of the ingredients were mm. and, and putting intention into what I could. I'm not just going to slop something around. It's like, what's the intention? And then I would meditate and I would do breath work. If I was having a hard time figuring out, oh, what do I want this new salad to be? Or how can I use this sweet potato? And then my intuition just started, you know, food ideas come to me now so quickly. I can't create fast enough. So mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. That's so yeah. beautiful. And I find like with spirituality, it always comes from a need. And I find that we've talked about this in so many of the recent episodes, actually it keeps coming up is that like binging and restricting that all or nothing. And it comes up as it relates to food. It comes up as it relates to like being addicted to working. It comes up as it relates to like everything. And I always wonder like, is it the chicken or the egg? Like are, are people, you know, naturally born with that tendency and then they find spirituality are, or are we these sensitive spiritual tender souls who fall into this all or nothing pattern? Cause we're like searching for alignment. That's interesting. I, yeah, that's, that's interesting. I like that. I feel like for me, I feel like I, this was a symptom. My eating that was a symptom, right? And it wasn't the the root cause and my binging and restricting is because I was shrinking to make others feel comfortable. And I was hiding my voice and people were always telling me that I was too big and too loud and too much. And I was afraid to authentically communicate and express myself And I was insecure and hated my body. And I started shoving what they call the God hole. And I just was in avoidance. And so the thing that made me feel safe, my false sense of security and safetyness was food. And either I could starve myself or I would binge. And I literally did that for 30 years. And I feel like for me, I never even really knew like what my spiritual path was because I was so stuck in self and obsessed with self. And I do believe that we all have to go through like those hard times and rock bottoms. Right. So then we can see the clarity and light. And that's really when God or 
universe really then speaks speaks to me as after those really hard like crashes so true and that's when we go on these like deep exploratory like inward seasons so if someone is kind of noticing that they're in this like binging and restricting whether it's with money food whatever what is is the first step kind of to be like okay what am I covering up here or like how did you kind of go about like finding that you mentioned that like that was more of a symptom and that the root was much deeper so how do you find that root yeah that root so this and this takes this is not a one-time stop right this is like take some deep inward work right so the first thing I would coach someone is like what are you in avoidance of what are you scared of right what Really, when you're overworking, you're drinking too much, it can be money, sex, overspending. What are you, or too much Netflix, right? Like, what are you in avoidance? Like, what are you avoiding in your life? And a lot of times I start with like, who in your life are you afraid to have that authentic conversation with? That usually, for me, it's like, ooh, okay, I am so afraid to have this honest conversation with my mother or my sister, right? And so we shrink to make others feel comfortable. And we also tend to try to rescue other people from their feelings. And so we hide back and we get into these codependent relationships. I find that codependency and this all or nothing kind of addictive energy is they kind of go hand in hand, right? And mm-hmm. so I feel like the first step is what are, what, and it might take you a minute like to be like, what am I avoiding? What am I in fear of? And it's really us, it's a way of us to stay in control because we're so fearful of not being in control right? And so you have control over what you eat, how much you exercise, how much you spend, who you have sex with, like nobody can like really stop you from that. So it's like a very controlling thing. And control comes from a play. It's a fear-based strategy. So like, really like, what are you, what are you fearful of? Are you you afraid you're going to die? That somebody's sick, that somebody else is going to like, who are you not? Those are the two things. It's fear. And who in your life are you really scared of and avoiding having a really authentic conversation? It could be with yourself. It's yeah. usually something that has to do with dishonesty and avoidance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, do I have to face all the things? I know. Well, it's and like, that's the, it's so much easier to, to totally. show. Right? And even yeah. once you heal that, like you can, like something else can happen. You can be like, oh, now there's this other conversation I need it's, to have. So it's like, it's like that's why having like that consistent practice is so important and I love that your practice involves food because that is literally something that we do every freaking day we eat every every day so if we can make food a ritual that allows us to you know to to heal ourselves and that's so so powerful so where can we start like if we wanted to like move make food a ritual for ourselves where would we start Okay. So I think that the best way and the first way to take control of your health with food is to start to prepare your own food, which is totally scary and overwhelming. And I get it. It's a lot of work. If you're listening and you've got kids and a family and you work 80 hours a week, I get it. It's, it's very hard, but right now, unfortunately we can't trust the majority of the food out there with the quality of the ingredients. So for me, it's not worth to walk around feeling bloated and gassy and fatigued because when I don't feel good in my body, that's actually the number one trigger of me wanting to go emotional eat. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, now I feel like that. Not I'm just I know. It's a cycle. It's like, oh, I've gained five pounds. You know? 
just can't to forget about it. Like, ah. And it's so empowering when you take control of your own health. And so it could be like, okay, maybe you start making snacks for you or your family. You don't have to start with all your dinners. Maybe you just say, okay, I'm going to pick these four things because for me, it's all about planning my food. If I'm tired and I'm stressed and I'm fatigued, I'm going to tell you right now, even me that I've been working on this and I have all these restaurants and healthy food, blah, blah, blah. I will not make the best choice for my body at the, in a, in a drop of a hat. I'm driving around and I'm stressed and now I'm starving. Like, oh my God, now I have to like stop somewhere and grab someone, something. So it's all about planning your food and setting yourself up for success. So on Sunday, if that's a good day for you, go to the store with your prep list, your grocery list, make sure you've got some like hard boiled eggs or avocados or nuts, or maybe you make a chia seed pudding or you, 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 you know, I have a lot of protein. Protein helps curb my hunger and my sugar cravings, you know, have some dates. I have tons of recipes on chefamber.com. I have a cookbook coming out in a couple of weeks called Sexy Nourishing Food, Holicious My Show. I can talk about that later. There's so many options. There's also tons of other chefs out there with healthy recipes. The key is, is like, you've got to start preparing your own food in your house and that will empower you. You'll be like, wow, I feel really good today. I'm not fatigued. I don't have brain fog. I'm not gassy, constipated, bloated. And you'll start to feel better in your body. Cause for me, when I feel good in my body, then I'm going to, I'm more able to make better choices the whole day, the whole week with food. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Yeah. Right. And, and so, I, love yeah. That you, I love that you have all these resources too, because it, it can be overwhelming. So it's like, if anyone is listening, they're like, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to cook. I don't know where to buy my food. I don't know any of these things. Use Ever as a resource. She yeah. has all the things. And I think that that's what's important too, because knowledge is power in this situation. And you really need to know, like, I mean, a question I have is even like grocery stores. I don't know that I even trust the produce in the grocery stores. Like why are there carrots the size of my head? Like what was, was that? I'm always like, these are the GMO carrots. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, we, we can't really, even like I heard that there 
even like fruit that they're somehow like doing something with the fruit to make it have more sugar and make it sweeter. So it's like, how do we, like, where do you buy your groceries even? And how can we, like, what are the things to be mindful of when we're grocery shopping? Yeah, this could be a whole episode. I'm very passionate about this topic, so I won't get on my my pedestal here with it. If you have the luxury of a farmer's market, I would start there because local farmer's market, especially now we're going in the summer and the, you know, if you're listening in the United States, there's they're, ab- they're abundant. I'm blessed to live in Southern California, which I know I get farmer's market all year round. It's not fair, but start local with your farmer's market. And if you have, you know, every grocery store, even when I'm from Atlanta, when I go to North Georgia, even little Georgia, North Georgia grocery stores have a teeny little organic session section. And I know it's a a privilege to eat organic. I get that. If you're listening, you're like, well, that's expensive. So, you know, farmer's markets are cheaper than grocery stores, but if you can shop organic and you've just got to trust that it is organic because if we start going down and wash your produce, right, then I'll just go crazy and start reading the back of your labels. So that's like something I teach and I'll eventually have like a whole probably series on it, but really look at your labels. I mean, the things to watch out for these days are really um, vegetable oils, which Mm -hmm. canola oil, seed oil. So like my restaurant 924 in Manhattan, we only use coconut, olive oil, and um, avocado, coconut, and olive oil. And you can use lard, ghee, butter, but canola oil, I mean, they, they wreck havoc to our system. And and yeah, it's just, even like, I like, I bought this salad dressing that I thought was like, like this healthy salad dressing. And then I looked at the back of it and it had canola oil on it. I was like, oh my gosh, like I never would have thought. So it's like, you really need to like some, I mean, obviously this is salad dressing that's oil-based. Like you would think that, but even I, I bought like, we bought crab cakes that were from like the, the fish market, like made at the fish market. Yeah. And I looked at the ingredients and they had canola oil in it. And I was like, what the it, hell? Yeah. it's low food cost, right? So the reason my restaurant's more expensive is because I use higher quality ingredients and it is more expensive to use those oils yeah. that I named. Right. It's cheaper. You can actually make a lot of money if you use non-organic ingredients and you use GMO foods and canola oil. I could make so much money right? if, I, I, if, I, if I lost the integrity with my ingredients. So, um, and that's like a whole... Uh, like topic that I go, but I think to go back to your question, like when you're at the grocery store, try to look for, look at your labels, be careful for all natural um, labels because those are fake, you know, and all natural blueberry, that doesn't make any sense. Like you would want an organic or wild, like that's sneaky. Um, what's something oh, else? That's I sneaky? didn't know that one. Well, it's sneaky, right? Because blueberries are sprayed with about 12 different pesticides, including Roundup, which has glyphosate that causes cancer. And so we obviously know a blueberry is natural. It's a damn blueberry. Okay. Yeah. But that, that, that word pulls you in natural chicken. That's another sneaky one, right? It needs to be organic. It needs to be pasture raised. What are the chicken eating? Are they injected with hormones, antibiotics? I mean, once you start to learn about it, it literally is like a little paralyzing and overwhelming. Just be easy start reading your labels, things that you would never think that had canola oil and sugar and processed food, you'll turn it over and you'll be like, wait, what? Yeah. So I always say if your granola bars and your protein powders have 20 ingredients, you can't pronounce, don't buy it. And that's why it's like, Hey, I've got a really good almond butter oat ball. It's have five ingredients. It'll take you five minutes to make. And now you've got your own version of a delicious, yeah. fun, healthy granola bar for your house. Yeah. You could probably freeze those too, right? Big time. So easy. Okay. So easy. Okay. Yeah. And that recipe we can get on your 
we have yes that is everywhere that's on my um instagram yeah that's that's it's on holicious yeah okay good so that was i mean that's a good segue into my next question which is the whole we don't have to talk about this darkness for much longer but the whole like fake meat like Mm plant-based vegan agenda (laughs) like what are your thoughts on that like what are your thoughts on meat in general and and like where like kind of like this whole trend and the kind of agenda behind it yeah this is a controversial topic especially if there's any plant-based eaters listening and I you know I just want to say I love plants I eat a ton of plants (laughs) my book cookbook coming out is 90% plants because I think we don't get enough fiber so I just want to like preface but I eat meat and I think it's really important that we eat pasture-raised meat and from regenerative farms and the problem that I have with the fake meat and I know like Kim Kardashian now is like promoting some big meat company the problem with it is if you look at the ingredients that that meat is made out of first of all there's probably 30 things in that fake meat half of them are man are, are processed you can't pronounce any of them there's additives there's food coloring i mean it's i mean the impossible burger it's pretty toxic and yeah. so if i had to choose between impossible burger or a salad i'm going to eat the salad without the impossible burger and if you if you eat meat i mean i eat organ meat it just yeah, I gotta go back to our roots. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's we a had, sensitive topic. We had like a carnivore diet expert on the podcast as yeah. well, and spoke yeah. about those things. And I always think the truth is somewhere in the middle, right? Like, yeah, I'm still gonna eat a vegetable and like fruit, but yeah. Whereas like they some some people just like just strictly meat, which I guess some people can thrive on that. But I think it's really about like finding what works for you too in terms of like the quantity of meat. Yeah. 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 And I think being plant-based is fine, but like, I know vegans that eat like they eat chicken wings, plant chicken wings all day. It's like, you can't eat that. So like eat the rice and the oats and the nuts and the avocados and the fruits and the beans and the lentils, and you can have a vibrant plant-based diet. It goes, whether you eat meat or not, you've got to, you've got to be careful where you source all of it. So yeah. So true. So I want to talk about like high vibe foods. Okay. What would you say, like, if we were trying, like, can we like eat with our like specific intentions? If we were like, okay, I want to like manifest more abundance or I want to like find love. Are there like specific, like high vibe foods we can like be eating as a part of like a ritual for manifestation? Okay. Well, this is good because I work with, um, I work with a healer. So one of the, the, the biggest foods, which is like, seems so simple cinnamon, Mm. cinnamon is actually for manifestation. So anytime you sprinkle cinnamon or eat cinnamon, you can say, I am, um, I am a money magnet. I'm abundant. So cinnamon is like, cinnamon's like all over my house. I have all these rituals with cinnamon. Like it's all about cinnamon. Um, for me say that, okay. I'll just say like, I make this raw avocado chocolate mousse. And when I'm about to eat Mm -hmm. something, I'll like bless it myself. So when I'm making it, I'm putting the intention of like love and vitality right into this food. And when I sit down and eating, I'm blessing and I'm eating it. So, you know, sometimes I'll play ohm or a really pretty like chanting in the background, why I'm making like this lentil, beautiful stew or whatever. And it's like, now I've like blessed the food and it's eating it and it's like nourishing my body. So that's beautiful. You can do that with anything. You can, you can make a whatever, I, I a smoothie. And as you're adding the ingredients, set your intention of what you're trying to manifest and then bless your smoothie before you drink it and know that that's like nourishing and lighten you up. That's like a high vibrational, like way to eat. Yeah. So I heard that it's pronounced Ceylon cinnamon. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's supposed to be like really good for you? That's that like the high end expensive. Yes. Like, okay. I find that it tastes, it's interesting because it has such a different taste. Like it tastes almost like cinnamon hearts. <laughs> like, it does. Yeah. It's like sweeter. It's yeah. Like, it's like a little, it, it has more of like, almost like spicy. Yeah, I don't know. Spicy sweet. Yeah. Um, we use that in my smoothies and cooking. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. Okay. And now I know that it helps manifest. So I love yeah. it even more. Um, and there are specific foods for the astrology calendar. Yes. Can you share about that. What are some good Gemini foods? we yes. can Yes. So Gemini's need a lot of minerals for grounding. So a lot of mineral foods. I mean, right now for this season, bananas, Oh my gosh. I just went like, Oh, cucumbers. Oh, stone fruits are in season right now. So peaches and plums. Um, I learned that the cell salt associated associated with Gemini is potassium chloride. And that's why we need more minerals. So it's like any of the stone fruit, tomatoes, cucumbers, broccoli, bananas, and for grounding that really is great for our nerves. What I like are almonds, fish. Those are, I stick to those a lot of like poached fish, steamed fish, a lot of almonds, when I'm feeling wacky. I also think for Gemini's, it's really important. And for me, I have to be careful is staying away from caffeine. We don't need a whole lot of caffeine, especially yeah. in the season. And um, that can kind of go too into like Ayurvedic stuff, but we we're already like, I'm so energized. <laughs> like yeah. I don't need any coffee yeah. because my nerves will go crazy. And so those are some like really good um, foods for this season. Yeah. Well, and it's funny that you said that. Cause I, I'm not like a huge coffee person. I actually didn't drink it at all until probably like, I think 2019, one time, one of the times we went to Europe, I just started drinking it. And then my husband and I got into like a, a ritual with it yeah. where we would like every morning, that's like, you know, yeah. we spend an hour talking and drinking our coffee. I sometimes will have decaf, but, but yeah, I've, I've found that the last few days or like the last week or so, it has made me feel so anxious. And I'm wondering if it's because yeah. it's Gemini season and I'm like, oh, oh I, I've been kind of off of it or I'll have, there's this really good Anima Mundi. Is that what the brand is? Have oh, you- I love that. They oh, are so special. So yeah. good. So they have, it's called like happiness blend. And it's, yeah. I think it's actually called, co- they call it coffee blend. I've had it. It's, it's so delicious. good. Yeah. So that's such a good coffee alternative. Yeah. Like it's, I don't, it's some yeah. kind of like mushroom situation. I'm sure oh, there's cinnamon yeah. in there. It's so yes. good. And I have, I have one that I make with like raw cacao and cinnamon and a bunch of mushrooms. And it's seriously my grounding. Like, I think I'm about to share that on Instagram. It's like my favorite grounding morning drink when I'm feeling like a little wild. Yeah. yeah that's a good, that's, that's brilliant. So we'll have to be uh, following along to get that recipe. <laughs> okay. So I want to talk a little bit more about like lazy girl food tips. And we talked about like preparing and yeah. making sure we have things like, are you like, do you suggest like planning for the whole week and then like doing a big shop at the beginning of the week and pre-making everything? Or like, I have like a weird thing about the microwave too. I'm like, I don't want to be using the microwave every day. So like, what are your best tips for like prepping with, with things still like tasting fresh and good. Yeah. So I, for me, cause of my schedule to have to go to the store more than once a week would feel really overwhelming. Yeah. So I just knock it out at the beginning of the week and have a turn on music and light some incense and just like do the thing. And then I freeze some stuff. And so soups feel, freeze really well, protein yeah. freeze as well. Um, but also you can, a lot of stuff will last like five, five days and then you can plan like, okay, you know, I know on Friday night, I'm going to go out to eat with my husband or I know Wednesday lunch, I'm going to be out with my colleagues or whatever. And so you can leave some, but for me, I like to have, like, I keep it really simple. I don't have like full meals. I'll have like 
ground bison, hard boiled eggs, roasted squash, steamed broccoli, greens ready, fruit cut up, right? Mm. And then I can play kind of roasted squash. I can like piece it all together. I know I have some nuts and my milks and like smoothie stuff is always there. So yeah. I don't have to be like, I have some balls that are made, right? I'm like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. What can I have? Oh, great. I've got hard boiled eggs. I can grab these nuts and I'm running out the door with a half of avocado. So like, maybe it's not necessarily that I've got that meal specifically planned sometimes, but I, I've got stuff that's like there in like five minutes. Okay. I love that. What yeah. about, what about, okay. I'm like such a sauce person. Like I need sauce on everything. Like I yeah. use like, like sriracha, Valentina, it's like, okay. Are like tzatziki, like those are like yeah. there. I'm always slathering something on. I don't know if those are like the worst or the best things, but but what's like a what would be like a high vibe sauce that we can smother things in? Okay, let's see. I'm trying to think of something. I mean, I'm a big fan of tahini's either hit or miss with people, but I think it's so flavorful. So I love tahini with soy sauce, or if you're a soy allergen, you can use coconut aminos. And I blend up a little bit of water, ginger, soy sauce, and tahini. And I literally pour that on everything. Or you can do tahini and lemon and sea salt. I mean, tahini is like my base for so much stuff. Avocado was a really great base. Avocado blended with olive oil and maybe some mint with like a pinch of salt. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Delicious. So you can pretty much, the Vitamix is probably my best accessory, most favorite in my kitchen. I blend everything. And I have like a cheaper version if you want. I have have like the Ninja. I don't remember what it's called, but like- I know. I'm like, I just, I I mean, and here's the thing too. It's so funny because I'll invest in anything, but like when it comes to things like that, I'm like, Oh, I want the cheaper one. And it's like, I freaking eat every day. So I think, you know what, let's level up and get the Vitamix. You guys forget about my cheap option. I'm not a a sponsor for Vitamix y'all, but I have had hundreds over the last 20 years of my restaurant yeah. and I would never like replace them. They're amazing. Yeah. Okay. What are some like restaurant tips? Obviously like go to your healthy restaurant <laughs> about before we, before we dive into like restaurant ordering, tell us a little bit about your restaurants and where okay. they are. Okay. So source cafe is a cafe open for breakfast and lunch. And it's, um, I do have meat there, but I have a lot of grab and go it's at breakfast and lunch, grab and go let's say smoothie, smoothie bowl, salad, sandwiches, lots of elixirs and superfoods. And that's source. A lot of people come in for a juice cleanse and that's the vibe. And then both stores, everything's made with intention and integrity. Everything is organic, GMO-free. And then my Manhattan place is uh, gluten-free, dairy-free. And we use three oils. And that one, I wanted more of a restaurant, a chef-driven Um, restaurant. We actually have a bar. The bar has all organic and biodynamic wine because it was like, if people want Mm -hmm. to drink, I don't want them drinking wine with pesticides. And then we handle our own pasta and have wild bison. And I've got amazing Branzino and wild salmon and then a ton of plant-based. So my restaurants have a come and we make all of our own baked goods. And we just lost, uh, launched our uh, cake program called Sweet Rise and um, everything's gluten-free organic. So it's very exciting. I mean, the thing about my restaurants is if you're plant-based, keto, paleo, raw, carnivore, there's something for everyone. And that's what I really like. And plus it's like my creative fusion of um, food. Yeah. It's, it's yes. 924 is I'm from Georgia. So it's got a little bit of a Southern flair mixed with California cuisine. And then my love for Italian. I lo- Oh my gosh. Italian is my favorite. Mm. Okay. Love that. Definitely. When I'm in town, I'm coming. So if we're going to restaurants, like what should we be mindful of? 
Like I'm someone who will read the menu like three days before I go to try and be like, okay, what what is like the healthiest thing here? Um, So what are the things we should be looking for? And like, how can we kind of like micromanage our order to make sure there's nothing terrible in it? Yeah, you know what? It's it's a balance, right? Of not living in a box and knowing one night yeah. out if you're not going to die. Because I used to yes. have something called orthorexia, which was like literally it was part of my eating disorder. Which is it was basically I can't eat anything that has GMOs or that's not right. Organic. Yeah, like this, just the total fear that like. Yeah. Yeah, it was psycho. And so I take activated charcoal, I take enzymes, I bless everything I eat. But looking at the menu, I always look for wild, right? I always look for pasture raised. I'm probably not going to go anywhere and just eat some regular old chicken or beef. I just, it, it's chicken's probably the dirtiest animal and the, the pus and the antibiotics and yeah. the hormones. So I look for wild, I look for pasture raised. I always ask, you know, if there's like a, a sauce or a dressing on my salad, I usually ask for lemon and olive oil if it's yeah. a salad, because you don't know some of those dressings have like sugar and canola. And for me, I'm so sensitive. I will leave and feel like I have a hangover about an hour later and I'll be bloated because my body's so sensitive and clean. Yeah. Um, And so those are some good tips. I mean, I keep it really simple and try to do protein and veggies, or if the meat looks questionable, I try to just get a plant-based meal and like manage the sauces. Well, I even like the tip of having like charcoal and enzymes and just knowing like, I'm not, even if you're like, you know what, I'm just going for it. I'm going to have birthday cake. I'm going to have everything. Like, I'm not like, I'm not like, you don't have to like be mindful every single free time, but if you're like traveling or something and you're going to restaurants a lot and you're like, okay, I want to like, just be a little bit more mindful. And that's like, yeah, like taking charcoal and enzymes. That's like, I'm going to go to one of my favorite Italian restaurants in LA and I'm going to eat the pasta and I'm going to eat all the things and probably some, it's probably not organic. There's probably going to be some oil in there, but it's, it's a great restaurant and I don't do it all the time and I know I'm not going to die. And so, yeah. And I'll sometimes ask like a steak or something. I'll just say, can you cook this in butter instead of oils? Yeah, exactly. I yeah. use butter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good tips. So I just love this. So tell us a little bit more. I know you've got your, it just launched today, your YouTube show. So yes. so exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Today very exciting day. Yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit what we can expect on there. Okay. So Halicious is my cooking show and it is air airing through YouTube and there's 10 episodes and Halicious, I was inspired to make the show because I wanted to show people how to have live a holistic lifestyle. And so the first little portion of each episode shows me cooking in the kitchen and I'll share two to three recipes um, beautiful, sexy, delicious recipes. And every episode has a theme. The first episode today is healing properties of food, cancer fighting foods, and the power of adaptogens. We talk about gut health. We talk about um, not feeling deprived and eating. We talk about body love. And so I also have three really amazing guests on throughout the episodes. And Dr. G is amazing. He's on today and making paradigm shifts in the world. And then also I take people into my spiritual corner and I show dry brushing, meditation, slapping. I think I have journaling. I show my goddess dance and I want to just inspire people of how to feel good in their bodies with food, but living the best life towards vitality and well-being. Okay. Um, what is slapping? 
what slapping yeah oh, it's, it's this it wakes up um it's amazing for your lymphatic system okay I've and never heard of yeah, it I do it every morning in front of my red light I have a bunch of biohacking tools here but um I slap every morning it wakes up all of your organs so like I'll do always my thymus up here and thymus for 30 seconds especially if you're feeling like an immune challenge you can always like hit the top of your chest by your heart and it will kind of activate your thymus and the thymus is really good for activating immune immunity especially if you're detoxing if I'm doing like enemas and colonics, I'll always slap my gallbladder and liver. It activates every single organ. Believe me, it's my morning coffee. If you're feeling sluggish and cranky and tired, like slap your whole body for like two minutes and you, you won't be sad after you slap yourself. Like you're just like, okay. okay. I love that. I, it's funny because I didn't know that that was a thing. And I, I know I've done like tapping, like EFT yeah. tapping, yeah. but I've always like, not always, but like lately I've been so called to just like pound on my chest yeah. and like, I feel like me, yeah, maybe it's like an immune thing. And then even in the yeah. shower, I'll like put on like the highest water pressure and just yeah. like go on my chest. I'm just like, yeah. feel like it just like opens me up and I just feel so much lighter after. So it's a thing who knew. Okay. Slapping. We yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> um, yay. Well, this has been so magical. Any other final words you want to share? Oh, let's see. We talked about a lot today. I think if you're listening and this is all new to you, it can be, you can be a deer in headlights and feel very overwhelming. And I always say that like health is a journey and it's a daily journey still for me every single day. It's not like one day I'm like, Oh, okay. Like there it is. Like there's constantly something new. And I always say, do babies take baby steps. So if you're listening and you're like, Oh my God, I eat, I eat too much processed processed food and caffeine and sugar and all the things don't try to cut everything out tomorrow because that's the black and white thinking I would first say you know what let me cut out sugar this week which is really hard because I was addicted to sugar for 30 years but let me cut out caffeine today you know and take it a day at a time and do baby or maybe I want to exercise for 30 minutes three days this week or maybe I want to journal two days this week like you can't do all the things we said in one day yeah. or one week because you'll you'll burn out and how do you feel? Check in with yourself at the end of the week. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. I actually did commit to my three journalings or I started meditating for five minutes. That's another thing. Like yeah. I talk about meditation all the time. It's seriously my most non-negotiable in life. And you don't have to do transcendental meditation. You can start off with five minutes sitting on the toilet, locking the door from your kids and your family and pretending mm -hmm. you're going to the bathroom, right? Because people say, but I don't have enough time to meditate. I've got kids. We'll pretend you're going to the bathroom. Oh, my kids. Well, you get you have five minutes somewhere, pull over yeah. on the side of the road, close your eyes, say some gratitude list. It doesn't have to be this 20 minute extravaganza. So exactly. that would probably be my like final parting words is like, and with meal prepping, like I said, like maybe your first is at least just buying different foods for your kitchen instead of having an empty fridge. Like now you're like, yeah. I have nuts and avocado and I actually have food. And then you're like, oh, well now I'm going to make a couple snacks this week. And now I'm going to hard boil some eggs, right? It's again, it's, it's baby steps. So, you know, it's, it's a journey. I'm really passionate about making a difference in the world through food and helping people love and accept their body. So Holicious, we already spoke about. If you want recipes and tips for holistic living, chefamber.com has links to everything. Uh, my Instagram ham handle is chefamberla, and I do five posts a week with reels and recipes and ideas and holistic living tips. And my cookbook, my last thing coming out in a couple of weeks is called Sexy Nourishing Food to Fuel Your Body, Mind, and Soul. And that's been like a three and a half year project. Oh. And that is on pre-order right now. And so, yeah, it's just a way to 
to dip in and oh my gosh yeah I'm definitely going to pre-order that book so exciting oh my gosh well you guys make sure you check out all things Amber this has been so fabulous Amber thank you so much and I feel inspired to just like go revamp I feel inspired to plan and be intentional with food rather than just being like oh my husband he like literally all he eats is like beef basically. So he'll be like, Oh, I made a steak. So like today for lunch, I had like a half of a steak and I'm just like, this is boring. (laughs) So now I'm going to get intentional. So thank you so much, Amber. It was so fun. So fun. And thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch, we'll link you to all things in the show notes to make sure you check those out and we will catch you guys next week. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.